0: Now I spent long nights When sleep never came And it seemed like my loss Far outnumbered my gain But I held on to hope As it led the way I made it through The tempter determined That I would give in But grace made a way For me to pass through again I have peace of mind You're gonna teach me to climb If that mountain don't move Oh, no, no. I've done all I can And like so many times I know you'll teach me to climb If that mountain don't move My feet are so weary At times I can't stand But you hold me up When I've done all I can And like so many Teach me to climb If that mountain don't move Oh, Lord, I don't know what tomorrow done all I can and like so many times I know you'll teach me to climb if this mountain don't move I've spent long nights when sleep never came and it seemed like my loss far outnumbered my gain but I held on to hope As it led the way I made it through The tempter determined that I would give in But grace made a way for me to pass through again I have peace of mind You're gonna teach me to climb If that mountain don't move will bring I'm hoping for sunshine preparing for rain That mountain dome. I know you'll teach me to climb If that mountain don't move I've cried a river Of tears though it seems The pain in my heart Is a hurt that won't leave Still I stand by the choice I made long ago I'm going through lose it all I'll still praise your name I have peace of mind I know you'll teach me to climb if that mountain don't move hold me up when I've done all I can like so many your grace to carry me through. My feet are so weary, at times I can't stand, but you hold me up when I've done all I can. Like so many times, I know you'll teach me. And it seemed like my loss far outnumbered my gain But I held on to hope as it led the way I made it through The tempter determined that I would give in But grace made a way for me to pass through again have peace of mind. You're gonna teach me to climb if that mountain don't move. Oh Lord, I don't know what tomorrow will bring. I'm hoping for sunshine, preparing for rain. Whatever I face, Lord, I'm trusting. weary, at times I can't stand, but you hold me up when I've done all I can. Like so many times, I know you'll teach me to climb if that mountain don't move. Hallelujah!
1: Hallelujah. Let's love him. His brother Looper comes this morning, church. Lord, It's good to be in the house of the Lord today. Amen. So thankful for God's goodness, God's mercy allowing us to be in his house. I'm thankful for the presence of the Lord that I'm able to feel today. How about you? I tell you what, why don't we just lift our hands toward heaven and thank him for his spirit that we can feel today. God, we love you today. Thank you, Savior. We magnify your name. Thank you, Jesus, for what we can feel in your house today God you are so good you are so great and so greatly to be praised hallelujah why don't you really give him some praise today glory 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 hallelujah 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 praise the Lord so thankful to see everyone that's in the house of God today you may be seated it's good to be in the house of the Lord, and i tell you what, it is a gorgeous day outside today, and uh, thank God for the great weather that we've been having, and uh, enjoying this good weather. How about you? You enjoying the weather? Praise God. It's so good, amen, that God would bless us. The only thing about having it to be so pretty on Sundays is people seem to want to go other places than to church. But uh, we are so thankful for all of you that are here, our guests that are here. We're honored that you come to be with us this morning. And uh, we're looking forward to a great move of the Holy Ghost. Good to see Sister Holyfield's son back in the house of God with us today. And uh, I tell you what, we are thankful for what God is doing so proud. And uh, I've seen Brother Curtis and his wife come in a little bit ago. I'm so thankful for what the Lord is doing in their life. And uh, I tell you what, we're serving a great, big, wonderful God. And uh, we are truly serving a God that is worthy of all of our praise. I don't think we could ever praise Him too much for all of His blessings. Amen. Don't forget, uh, Saturday, uh, May the 1st, will be our Sunday School Festival. And so that will be starting at 10 o'clock, lasting probably somewhere around 2 or 3 in the afternoon. So uh, we've got a great day of festivities and different things, and we're going to have a great time. We're going to need a lot of help, and we'll be getting with you uh, later on that. And uh, so if if you can help, i tell you what would be a good idea is go to uh, volunteer your services to Sister Baldry, and uh, she will help you get in the position that you need to be where you can be the help that you need to be. So uh, last, it's been about a year and a half now, We was having this in october this past october come and gone and and uh, we did not have our sunday school festival due to the problem of everybody else was having one so we could not get the things that we needed but we're looking forward to the lord blessing us and that's this is a good way to uh, reach out to the community and everything will be free and uh, supplied by you here at the church and uh, thankful for your giving for that and the lord bless you and if we could reach just one soul it'll be worth everything that we could possibly do just for one soul so uh, let's do our part to reach out to a lost and dying world there's young people that need god uh, children that need god parents that need god grandmas and grandpas that need god there's just a world full of people that need the lord so uh, let's remember that also wednesday night uh, this past Wednesday night, we had a great time, and the Lord enjoyed the Word of God. Brother Stuart and his wife was here in service with us and uh, enjoyed the Word of God. And uh, I know that sometimes when the devil thinks he's got us between a rock and a hard spot, uh, God can use that to our good. And uh, we are thankful for the Word of the Lord that we heard Wednesday night. This Wednesday night, Brother Robinson will be here. Brother Gary Don Robinson from uh, JS Mississippi and uh, we're looking forward to the word of the Lord Wednesday night from him. And uh, so uh, I encourage you, I encourage you very strongly, very sincerely uh, this uh, celebration that that the world calls Easter that is coming up is a good time to uh, invite someone to the house of God invite your children to the house of god it's a good time to get them to come out to church so do your best this week bring somebody to the house of god with you i, I tell you what how can i get a commitment today that i'm going to try to bring somebody to the house of god with me sunday come on come on more than that my lord have mercy all of you have family members let's try that again i'm going to do my best raise your or your right hand So uh, I'm going to do my best to get someone out to the house of God Call, do whatever you can Uh, If you have to promise to take them out to eat afterwards or before Bring somebody to the house of God with you Sunday Let's pack this place out I believe the Lord will do something good for us Now, this is what I encourage you to do When you come to church Sunday And uh, we'll have a lot of guests here And a lot of people come just because Uh, It's Easter Sunday, but I want to come, and and they might be coming for that purpose and that purpose only, but let's come in here, believe in God for an outpouring of the Holy Ghost, that God would fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. How about that? Amen. And uh, so let's do our part to see the kingdom of God grow and prosper, and I believe that that's what God wants us to do. And uh, so, Lord bless you this morning. If you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, beginning at verse number 24. <coughs> and uh, we'll begin reading at verse number 24. And uh, try to give you what the Lord has laid on my heart for you this morning. I want to pray for Brother Duplessy. He's over in Starks preaching Uh, Today and uh, be there tonight we miss him when he's not here Ask the lord to bless him first corinthians 9 verse 24 Know ye not that they which run in a race run all But one receiveth the prize so run That ye may obtain And every man that strive for the mastery is temperate in all things Now They do this to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as one, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. But I keep under my body and bring into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. And you can be seated. The Apostle Paul, exhorting to the church at Corinth, he said he likens this this race, this spiritual race, or this spiritual walk, to a natural race of runners. And uh, he refers to this quite often uh, in the Word of God. And he says, But they that run in the race, all of them are running. But one receiveth the prize. And uh, I I talked about this a little bit uh, last Sunday morning. You say a little bit. You might mean a whole lot last Sunday morning. And I'll try to be a little bit quicker today. Uh, But about this Christian race and this Christian walk with God. But the Apostle Paul said, So run. That ye may obtain. One receiveth the prize. So run that you may obtain. He said every man that strive for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do this to inherit a corruptible crown. But we an incorruptible. And then he makes reference to the fact. He said I therefore so run. Not as uncertainly. So fight I not as one that beateth the air. But the Apostle Paul was making a statement that he's not just running the race, but he knows where he's going. And he's uh, he's not uncertain in what he is fighting. He knows the enemy. He has identified the enemy. And he's not out there just beating the air, but he's fighting the good fight of faith. I want to talk to you this morning, preach to you for a few moments on this subject, winning the race. Winning the race. There is four areas that I would like to deal with this morning. One, starting out, is the outset. The second is the outlook. The third is the outreach. And the fourth is the outcome. And... uh, Starting out uh, running this race, you must have a made-up mind. Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 33 says, But seek ye first, if you remember uh, anything that I said last week, I hope that you remember that I made this statement, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you seek ye first there is there is things that we must put first priority in our life and we must seek the kingdom of God first uh lots of times we get things mixed up in our life and uh we seem to fail uh, uh of coming to the knowledge and understanding of seeking God first the uh the Scripture makes reference to the fact that you are like some that, that put your money in bags with holes in it. That if you find yourself in life of never getting ahead and never accomplishing anything in life, that it always seems like that you are struggling. Now, you might want to look at your life and see what you're putting first and far most in your life if god is still the main focus if god is the center or if god has moved a little off center in your life many lose the christian race before they start the christian race they depend on a change of mind rather than a change of heart or they base their profession on feelings instead Of God's promises. There is a difference in a a blessing than receiving a change into your life. We have seen many, many people in many, many different times and I'm sure in the future we will see many, many more uh, situations like this. You see somebody come in on a Sunday morning or Sunday night or Wednesday evening service and they receive a blessing from God and they get a touch from God and they are rejoicing about a blessing and uh, they get a change of mind but they fail to show up the next service and the next service and the next service so it is quite evident that they did not have a change of heart but they received a change of mind. And let me tell you this, unless you have a change of heart, you will never live for God. Amen. Unless you have a change of heart, you will never survive in serving God. They depend upon the change of mind that does not last. The devil devil can change your mind. When you come into church and you receive a blessing from God and uh, you leave the house of God, the devil starts telling you, "Oh, you didn't get anything." How many' ever been told that? You look like a fool up there with your hands raised and crying and jumping and, and shouting, and you know, that was all emotion. There's nothing really happened to you. And if it is a change of mind, the devil will quickly change your mind in the opposite direction from God, and you will start agreeing with him. Yeah, you know, I believe you're right, devil. I believe that you're right. I I you know I, I've been questioning this myself, and I'm not really sure if I got the Holy Ghost or not. I'm not I'm not really sure if anything really happened. I'm not really sure if it was just. Uh, emotions are. if I did really receive a change of heart. Now, if it's a change of mind, you will soon be changed back to what you were before you ever come to the house of God. But if it is a change of heart, no matter what the devil tells you, the devil cannot change what you know happened on the inside of you. Amen. This, this, this Holy Ghost is not just a change of mind experience, but it goes deeper than that. It goes down in the heart and the soul of man. And the devil can say what he wants to. He can do what he will. But there is no way that the devil can change your heart. Because there is something that I, I know is real. Without a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. I know what I have felt in the house of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 So, so there is something that we need to look at in our life. Is it? If, if I Every time that I have a battle, do I want to throw in the towel? And do I want to quit uh, running this Christian race that I'm on? Every time uh, the devil throws a roadblock in our way, do I, do I just want to say, okay, devil, I quit. I'm tired. I can't go on any, any longer. I, I can't do it any longer. If we have that spirit about us, we have had a change of mind, but not a change of heart. We win when we begin right, the outset. You have got to start right. I heard a preacher preach one time. He said, you've got to start right, you got to stay right, and you got to finish right. That's all very important in... Uh, serving God is starting right, staying right, and finishing right. There's a way, a right way to start. We first must repent. Without repentance, there is no remission of sins. You have got to ask God. God, I, I, I know, I, I know I'm no good. I know I have failed. I know I've made mistakes, God, and I ask you for your forgiveness. And then we repent god forgives our sins and then we are filled with the spirit of god that's when the change more than just the mind but it goes down into the heart where it begins to change when the holy ghost comes in and then to make sure everything is done right we go to a watery grave in the name of jesus christ we go to the baptistry And we bury that old man and we completely bury him. We don't sprinkle him and say that he's buried. We don't leave an arm sticking up or a leg sticking out, but we completely put him under the water in the name, the only name, that is powerful enough to wash away your sins. Any other way, you just got wet. You must go down in the name of Jesus Christ. And then when we are brought back up out of that water, we are resurrected a new man. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. I'm not the same man that I used to be. Why? Because I have been forgiven. I have been filled with the Holy Ghost. And I have come through the watery grave in the name of Jesus Christ. And I'm different than what I used to be. (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. God... Surrenders all. We we must surrender all to Him. Faith based on God's Word. Not faith alone. Faith without works is dead. Faith based on God's Word. And in Acts chapter 2, it tells us how this thing started out. It tells us about the outset of this New Testament church. It tells us what they were doing. How things were going and how things were happening. And it told us what to do when they come and they ask the, the disciples there that day said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter stood up with the other disciples and said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. brings God's Word, brings forgiveness, and it also brings a cleansing. 1 John chapter 1 verse number 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now that's not all there is to it. There's something has to come in and take hold of you that takes the place of what used to be there. If you go from that point and you get nothing else from God, you will find, soon find yourself giving in on this Christian walk with God. Because you have not the Spirit of God, you've been washed, you feel good. It feels good when you clean up. How many has ever been real dirty and you just, man wanted to get in the shower and, and get real clean. And it feels so good, man, when you get clean. And, and that, that's the way it is when you repent. It feels good to repent. It feels good to be forgiven. But then you must have the Holy Ghost. Without the Spirit of God, ye are none of His. What is the Holy Ghost? It's simply the Spirit of God. Without the Spirit of God, ye are none of His. That's what gives you hope and that's what gives you strength that what that is what encourages you in the bad times be faithful god's promises is number one to be faithful to us number two to be just with us number three to forgive us of our sins number four to cleanse us from all unrighteousness that's god's promises to us and then we move to the outlook now After you have the outset right, you started out right, then you go to the outlook. How is my outlook on life? How is my outlook in serving the Lord? Philippians chapter 4, verse number 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. Many people fail because of their negative outlook. They also, they, they don't just fail their self, but they discourage others because of their negative outlook. You ever been around anybody that's just, man, they have problems seeing anything good in anything. Everything is bad. And, uh, you know, everything, everything is going downhill from here. Nothing, nothing's going to get better. You can't live for God Focusing on the negative things that might happen to you in your life. And thinking that God... I've I seen people that come in. They come to God and before they come to God, they've got their life in a, in a wreck. They have, they have literally destroyed their life. And when they come to God, they want God to fix all of their mess-ups. God's not always going to fix your mess-ups God is going to help you make it through your mess-ups and live over your mess-up and live through your mess-up and soon bring you out to victory if you trust and have faith in God. A lot of people serve God and want God to pay off their debt. God, pay off my house. God, pay off my car. God, you know I'm... I'm six months behind on my mortgage. You know I don't have a place to live. And, and God's not the one that got you into that. Don't expect God just to change everything overnight in the process of time give God what what it took us years to mess up and destroy. We want God to snap His fingers. Now God could, but God don't always work that way. And God just to snap His fingers and everything be well and everything be fixed all of a sudden. But I want to tell you in walking this spiritual race with God, we've just got to keep on being faithful to God. It doesn't matter what happens today. It doesn't matter what happens tomorrow. It doesn't matter what happens next week. I am still committed to the spiritual race of walking with God. Amen. We must look for the good and not always focusing on the bad. It it amazes me. People people that that have this desire that, that they're always looking for the bad in people. You ever seen anybody that does that? Uh, don't 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 admit it too much. Boy, you're quiet this morning. But but people people look for look for the you know instead of trying to find something good about somebody, they try to find something bad. There was a little joke that kind of goes with this. I was thinking it just come to my mind that that there was a there was a little boy that that he always had something bad to say. You know something negative to say. Uh, about everybody that he come in contact with so so uh his mother if i can remember this right his mother uh told him that's going to visit this new baby that had been born and he was born with no ears and she said now now uh don't 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 say too much don't 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 bring this up just just act like everything's okay and everything's fine, so she took the little boy over there and they were looking at the baby and, oh, how beautiful and how cute. Look at his smile. Look at this and look at that. And the little boy was, yeah, oh, yeah, he's so pretty. He said, but he better hope he never has to wear glasses. So there's a lot to look at in serving God and the house of God and the people of God. Now now if if I want to I can find something negative about everybody in here and everybody that I meet in the future. And and we can we can focus on that with they're they're not doing this right and and they're not doing that right and they're not they're not living this way and they're not living that way. And, and the scripture said in Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 8 it says finally brethren whatsoever things are true you say all oh, that negative Negative thinking, it's true, no doubt about it. But then it says, whatsoever things are honest. Well, I'm being honest when I tell you they have problems. Whatsoever things are just. Well, I'm just in letting you know. Whatsoever things are pure. Some of us say that's the pure truth. Whatsoever things are lovely. And I keep a smile when I talk about them. Whatsoever things are of good report. Uh Uh-oh. Well, somebody ought to tell that. That needs to be told. If there be any virtue or if there be any praise, think on these things. It's amazing to me. People are attracted to people that are negative. You know, negative, negative people attract negative people. And, and positive people attract positive people and and some people say well you know to have any power you got to have the negative and positive we need a lot more positive and a lot less negative to have the power that god wants us to have and this is what the what what the book says in philippians it says if it's true if it's honest if it's just if it's pure if it's lovely if it's a good report if it's virtue If there be any praise in it This is what we should meditate on And this is what we should think about There's a lot more positive about The house of God Than there is negative Sure there's problems Sure there's trouble Amen Where there is people there is trouble And there is problems Amen But we're serving a perfect God We're serving a great God We're serving a mighty God We're serving a victorious God And we're part of the body of Christ Which is is a victorious church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If there be any praise, is God gonna get any praise out of what I'm saying? Is God gonna get any glory out of what I'm saying? Think on these things. Stink and thinking makes your whole life stink. Amen. We're just we're just continually, continually. You can't, you can't dig in the sewage and not smell like sewage there's so many people that's worried about who's doing this and who's doing that and who's over here and who's over there and what's going on here and what's going on that god did not call you to be his great detective sherlock Amen. But what you need to do is focus on God's Spirit and say, such was I. Amen. But I have been washed. Amen. Thank God for the mercy. If it was not for the grace of God, there's not any of you that would be here today. Thank God for mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for His grace. Have you ever made a mistake? Some of you just did because you told a big fat story by not submitting. But I've, I've made mistakes. You've made mistakes. But I don't want somebody to sit around and remember every time that I stumble, every time that I fail. Every time that I come up short of what God wanted me to be, I want Him to see something good. Look, Don't look at me, but look at the great God of mercy. Amen. The great God of grace that's able to help us. If you're going to continue in this spiritual race, you've got to have a positive attitude. It's not that I'm not going to make it, but it's I am going to make it. Amen. It's not that look at all of this is around me, but look at what is for me. Greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me Amen Some people can't live for God because they're scared of failure What if I stumble? What if I fall? What if I make a mistake? What if I come up short? You can't live for God on what ifs You've got to live for God because you've got faith and confidence in Him Quit focusing on People and focus on the God of all of these people your outlook and then outreach this is something that is very important in our living for God you say oh how is, how is outreach important to us outreach is very important to us it is just like the natural of, of natural birth without without the birth of children into our lives, we would eventually become nothing if there was not children born into our families. And that is the same way about the church. If there is not spiritual birth, the church will dry up and become nothing. Can I tell you that God did not save us just for ourselves? So many of us fail because we are self-centered. Amen. This is the same way. The same way in life. They seek only temporal and self-gains. What's in it for me? I'll serve God, but what's in it for me? I'll be faithful to church, but what's in it for me? I'll give, but what's in it for me? I'll pray, but what's in it for me? It's not about what's in it for me. It's all about Him. It's not about us at all. Amen. But it's about the glory and the power and the mighty God, Jesus Christ. The Scripture said, Now, then... We are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead. Be ye reconciled to God. The Apostle Paul was telling the church at Corinth, he said, what you are, you are an ambassador of Christ. You are put there to beseech people for God in His stead. We pray, we pray for you, in Christ's stead that you some way would be reconciled to God that is the point of the church the church is not put here to be dead and stagnant and twice plucked up by the roots amen but the church is put here to evangelize this world amen you are what God has put here to reach your neighbor you are what God has put here to reach your community this is what God has put here to reach this city. It is our responsibility. And if we want to be successful in this Christian race, we must get out and reach the lost. You say, oh, I, I, give, I give my tithe. I give my offerings. That's not all there is to serving God. We have that same attitude that when we come to the house of God, oh, if I want a blessing, I'm going to go to the front, And everybody ought to gather around and pray for me when I lift my hands because I want a blessing. But how many times have we come to the house of God and somebody else walk up there and lift their hands and we sit back and relax on our stool up do nothing and say, oh, you, you know, I... I'm too tired tonight. They'll they'll get a blessing next week. They'll they'll get a touch from God next week. Why? Because we are selfish and self centered and we're not concerned about anybody else going to heaven with us. I don't care. and make it by myself? Possibly. Possibly. But not likely. If it was was just you in the house of God, there's very few in this place today that would survive all by yourself. No man is an island unto himself. We are creatures that like to be around each other. We are creatures that feed off of each other's energy. Amen. You ever heard of home court advantage? Why ball teams play so hard for home court advantage? Because they feed off of the energy that is in the building. Amen. And that's what we do when we come to the house of God. We might come in feeling down and out and discouraged. Amen. But when I come up to the house of God and I lift my hands and my brother walks up behind me and pats me on the back and says, come on brother, I believe you're going to make it. Amen. And sister, when you come to the house of God and you're feeling down and out, you may have lost your job. Your world might be turned upside down. Your children might may be giving you problems, but something about when I come to church and somebody gets around me and holds my hands up and says, come on, you can make it. You can make it. I'm feeding off of the energy of people that are around me. They are affecting my life. And I tell you, you would be shocked out of your mind how good a blessing you will get out of praying for somebody else. But we're self-centered. Oh, I'm just worried about myself. Every man's in it for himself. Every man has to do it for himself. To a point, every man has to make a decision to himself and by himself on his own two legs. But after that, we need a church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If, if, if somebody... If, if, you could, if you could catch if you could catch hold of this that when you you will get so you will get such a blessing out of coming and praying for somebody else that's in need how many times have you prayed and when you pray it's god give me god bless me god work for me god do this for me God give me strength God give me help I tell you what if you next time you come before God and pray and you say God I'm not praying for myself I come to give you glory number one and then I come to pray for brother so and so and sister so and so I I come to pray for the church I I come to pray for revival you would be shocked out of your mind what God would start doing for you in your life why because it's not about me any longer it's about the kingdom of God of God. That's the way you win this race of walking with God. You get everything else off of your agenda and say God, it's all about you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Outreach. We win in the Christian life by reaching out to others. Helping the less fortunate. Witnessing to the lost. Oh, I, I get my car dirty if I go pick up them. Mm. Oh, I'll get, I'll get, oh, they might spill something on my leather seats. I, kn- I know where you're coming from. I'm pretty particular about my vehicles, too. I don't like people leaning up against them, I don't like people eating in them, I don't like people making a mess in them. God gave it to me and I mean to take care of it that ought to be all yours desire. but I'll just tell you something that that happened to I, I years ago I got I I bought my when I started evangelizing I I was in Houston preaching over there and um god had blessed me and i went i went to the gallery man i'd always heard about these shoes bruno megley's and i always wanted to pair them shoes man and i i finally saved up my money and i found me a pair on sale son i went and bought me a pair of shoes i'm kind of like women with them shoes i think i got more shoes floating around the house some of them I ain't worn forever. My wife says, won't you throw them away? I said, no, they're still good. And uh, so, so I bought me a pair of them shoes, and I went to church on Sunday night. Man, I had them new shoes on. I never had a pair of shoes cost that much in my life. And I, I couldn't hardly get my mind on God for watching my shoes. I was looking at them. Boy, them look good. I, I feel like a million bucks got these new shoes on. And the Holy Ghost started moving, and I said, you know, I want to shout, but I believe I'll stay on the platform to do it. And I was sticking them out there, trying to keep them. Yeah, I didn't want nobody to step on my shoes. And uh, people started running the aisles, so I jumped off the platform and went to running the aisles. And something said, you better get back up on that platform. They're going to step on your shoes. And uh, I said, Lord, have mercy. And I, I started giving in to that devil that said you better get, get them shoes out of here somebody going to scuff them up shore of the world and uh, so I, I said you know what devil God gave me the money to buy these shoes and if it wasn't for God I wouldn't be able to wear them and so I'm just going to go ahead and shout in them and if somebody steps on them and flattens them out on the toe God will bless me with another pair why because I'm giving glory to God Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. There's a young lady that my wife and kids go to pick up for church, and uh, she lives down a dirt road. Lord, how mercy. And you know my wife got a new vehicle. That just, oh, that hurts me, man, when I have to turn and go down that dirt road that's sometimes muddy sometimes. I I really don't like that. But you know what? if it was not for the blessings of God. And then I think, what am I put here for? What, what did God bless me for? God blessed me to be a blessing to somebody else. Why did God pick me up out of the miry clay? Because God wanted me to help somebody else up out of destruction. Amen. So what God has blessed us with, we need to bless somebody else with what God has given us. God, I don't care. I don't care if they spill Kool-Aid in my seat. God, I may not like it, but I'm going to do everything that I can to get somebody else to the house of God. To give someone else the opportunity that I have to know You and the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Outreach. Holding forth, Philippians chapter 2 and verse number 16 says, Holding forth the word of life. Holding forth the word of life. That I may rejoice in the day of Christ. That I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Let me tell you, I I would hate, I would hate to die and stand before God on judgment day. And he says, have you been a witness? And I said, Lord, I don't know of any life that I've impacted. I don't know of anybody that I have won. And you'll be surprised. Let me tell you, let me tell you, I don't care how long that you've been in the house of God and how long that you've known the Lord, how long that you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, living a holy and separated life, you would be shocked out of your mind the way that it would make you feel if you brought somebody to the house of God and seen them come to an altar of repentance and God fill them with the Holy Ghost and watch them be baptized in the lovely name of Jesus for the remission of their sins and come up out of the water speaking in an unknown language Amen. as the Holy Ghost gives the utterance why? Because I had an impact I was the one that went and knocked on the door, I was the one that made the phone call and I tell you what, it'll make running your race a lot easier, why? Because I've helped somebody, I've been a strength to somebody, I've Encourage somebody but you got to get out of your negative world because the way some people look, nobody would want to go to church with them Lord have mercy everybody down there is a bunch of sinners saved by grace (laughs) I'm saved by grace By the mercy and the grace of God, the blood of Jesus Christ that was able to cleanse me from my sins, and I'm so happy about it. You can frown if you want to. You can look down and out and depressed and distraught if you want to. Amen. But God has been good to me. God has been merciful to me. God has done a lot for me in my life, and I can't help but be happy. I can't help but praise. I can't help but magnify Him. And then, number four, which is the last. And everybody said, no, don't say anything. The outcome. The outcome. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 6 through 8 says, for this is the Apostle Paul speaking to Timothy. He said, for I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love His appearing. The Apostle Paul was making a statement. He said, I have fought a good fight I have finished my course and I have kept the faith it wasn't an easy fight but I fought a good fight he said and I did finish the course and I kept the faith henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day and this is a part that I really like and he said not to me only but unto all them also that love His appearing. those who reject or lose out with God will lose this Christian race. Those who keep the faith will be rewarded with the crown of life in heaven with the Lord. Let me tell you something your outset, your outlook and your outreach determines your outcome in this Christian walk with God. The Scripture said in John chapter 14, verses 2 and 3, it said, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto Myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Amen. No matter how rough the road may get, no matter how many problems in life that you may have, you just keep the faith. Amen. the Apostle Paul said, I just keep on fighting. He said, I receive, I, I, I'm going to receive the prize because I know what I'm fighting against. I have identified the enemy. He said, and I fight not as one that beateth the air, but I know what I'm fighting. And he said, I'm going to continue to fight. I'm going to think right. I'm gonna be an, I'm, I'm gonna be someone that reaches out to others, uh, and then the outcome is gonna be what I have stri- been striving for uh, all of my life. That I shall be able to be in heaven with Jesus Christ, Amen. If that does not excite you today uh, to know the opportunity that you have, uh, Amen. Not just in this world to uh, have the Holy Ghost uh, and to live in joy and peace, uh, Amen, but in that world come. I'm going to be dancing on streets of gold. I'm going to be magnifying him. I'm going to be glorifying him. I'm going to be worshiping him. From then on for eternity I will worship him. The outset, the outlook and the outreach determines your outcome. Where are you at in life this morning as they come to the music? Have you seen yourself in anything that I have preached about this morning? Did you just start out because you had a change of mind? Or did you start out serving God because you had a change of heart? Do you have a good outlook on what you're doing for God? Or do you focus all the time on The negative things that happen in your life and the negative things that happen around you. And then, are you in love with God enough to share Him with people that you come in contact with? And then, last but not least, are you excited about where you're going? Some people are not excited about where they're going because it's not a real place to get excited about. But when I think about heaven, Oh, hallelujah. When I think about heaven, it makes running this Christian race worth it all. I believe I'll just keep on running. There's a song that says, I've been running for Jesus a long time and I haven't got tired yet. And then it says, I haven't found a place to turn around. I tell you, in this walking with God, there'll be times when you will get weary. There'll be places where you'll find that you can turn around. But what's going to keep you going is your commitment to God because I had a change of heart. And not just a change of mind. People that just have a change of mind soon give in, but people that have a change of heart in the bad times, they just put it in low gear and keep on going. People that have a change of heart when the time gets rough, they just reach down and grab a lower gear and just keep on climbing because. Something in here has been totally changed. It's not just up here, but it's down in my heart. Why don't we all stand this morning? Why don't you lift your hands toward heaven as you contemplate about your spiritual walk with God? Where are you at today? What are you going through that maybe may have you on the edge and You might be wondering, I don't don't know if I can make it another day. I'm telling you, you can make it another day. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Why don't you reach out to God right now? Holy Ghost. Help us today. Help us today, God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory.
0: Jesus use me oh, Hallelujah Lord, Please don't refuse me
1: Is that your testimony today That Jesus Surely would use
0: you there's a work That I
1: can what do What did God save you for today Even Hallelujah Not my will, but Thine, be done, oh God. Not my way, but Your way, Lord.
0: Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah.
1: Oh, why don't you reach out to God? Why don't you sing it from your heart today? Is that your testimony? God, use me. Don't refuse me, oh God. Surely, Surely there's something there's that, I can do. A work that I can do. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, help my hallelujah. Will to come Maybe there's on. a neighbor on my street that I can take oh, with me. Lord. Maybe there's someone in this house right now, God, I can pray for. Maybe there's something in this city I can do. Hallelujah. Oh, God, if it's sweeping the floors, Lord, use me. Just don't refuse me, God. Don't refuse me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Even though it's humble Lord, help my weak